Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Nowadays, it's pretty much common knowledge that chatting online to strangers around the world has its risks. Who are these people on the other side of the internet? Are they who they say they are? And do they have access to our information? These ideas of caution have come much more in the front of our minds when online in only the past 10 years. And a big part of it is because of today's case. Today, we talk about the young teen girl named Amanda Todd, who was cyberbullied so severely, it shook the world. I'm Ben. I'm Nicole. And this is Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. Warning, the following podcast contains graphic content and material intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. You just spilled your eggnog all over yourself. Smooth. I did. And here I thought you were being a lot, but apparently I'm being a well, lot. Um, Welcome. Yeah. If uh, Okay. That was a fumble of a start. Nicole just spilled her rum and eggnog all over herself. So that's Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a shitty day. Well, it's actually, not a it's shitty not a day. shitty day. It's never it's a shitty day. It's been a good day. It's been a fine day. But I literally have eggnog all over myself. Why did you say that while you were like rubbing your chest? I don't know. Cause it just flowed. Apparently that's like a seductive thing. Just bathe in, in eggnog. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, it might work for some people. I could picture it. <laughs> I mean, you are my wife. So rightfully so. Goodness gracious. Um, yeah. So how's it going, everyone? Yeah. We're, we're coming on to the holiday season. It hope, is the holiday season and a half right now. I uh, hope everyone's all ready for it. And uh, whatever holiday you do or do not celebrate. I just wish you a great holiday season. Let's say mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I wish you time off and rest. Oh, that's what shit. I wish. Time is, off, rest, and happiness. That is my ultimate wish right now. Just time off and rest, eh? Yeah, and happiness. I like that too. Good call. Um, well, I can tell you that these two individuals brought us a little bit of happiness because they signed up for Patreon this last Ooh. week. Uh, so Brooke Dunbar and Beth both recently signed up to support us over on Patreon. Thank you. Um, and if you want to join us too, Links in the description down below. If not, totally cool. There is zero pressure. Do not mm-hmm. join if you don't want to. We appreciate you just being here just the same. Yeah. We got a little we, bit of news for you guys. Yeah, we dropped a YouTube video. We did. We did. Do you want to go on a little bit of an explanation of that? Well, we watched the Casey Anthony doc- Where the Truth Lies documentary, Where the Truth Lies. Lies. Emphasis on lies. So this was on Peacock TV. And yeah. so we watched it and we basically put out a YouTube video to review it. Our thoughts. However, yeah. we didn't watch it on Pe- Peacock TV. We loudly and proudly pirated that shit. 
Yeah, you're so, very proud of that. So there is no ad revenue or yeah. any sort of analytics oh, going good. towards it. That's good. Um, we do our full breakdown on it, why we think you should not watch it. Uh-huh. If you do watch it, maybe pirate it as well. But we don't think you should. We don't think it's a, a good use of your time. It's a very biased documentary. I, I wouldn't even call it a documentary. A lot of people are sharing our opinion. I think so. Yes. So link is in the description. You can go over and uh, check out our YouTube and check that out if you'd like. Mm-hmm. That being said, should we get on to today's episode? I think so, though I think this is going to be a heavy episode. I think so. It's, um, yeah, warning yeah. on this one. It does deal with um, with children, young adults, I shall say. Uh, very sensitive topics and heavy matters. So, um, Yeah, this shit just makes me fume, so. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Well, I think it's, to start off, it's pretty difficult for us to imagine that most people and most parents for that matter were so casual about letting their their children talk to random strangers online, uh, whether it was chat rooms, you know, on early social media sites and that sort of stuff. I mean, especially because it really wasn't that long ago. Mm-mm. Most of us think like so differently now, even just nowadays. Uh, but we have to remember that nothing, nothing like the internet or the chat rooms really ever existed before. So even as fresh as this internet is currently while you're listening to this, it's a whole new concept for the world. Yeah. Yep. So even nowadays, people don't know what they're getting into, but even more so 10 years ago. Yeah. They very much so know. We know a lot more now. But even still, it's just the tip of the iceberg. It is. So the harsh reality of the internet is almost nothing is sacred. Almost nothing is safe. And that is something that Amanda Todd and her family found out in some of the harshest ways possible. So yeah, today- Yeah, the internet's a very scary place. Yeah, needless to say. I think yeah. we've mentioned this before, but honestly, sometimes I feel like it was just easier not having it. I mean, it, it's easier having it, but it's not easier having it. Flip side of the coin, right? Yin and yang. Yeah. There's good and evil. Yeah. It, one cannot exist with the, without the other. Light exactly. and dark, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, today we're talking about Amanda Todd. Now, Amanda Todd was born in 1996, and in 2012, when a story really came to light, she would be 15 years old. She was a Canadian girl from Port Coquitlam, British Columbia, hailing from from our hometown province. We know how to say Port Coquitlam. We do. Uh, We've listened to other podcasts in the past where they talk about uh, Port Coquitlam and other places around British Columbia, and they slaughter it. They do. Rightfully so. Yeah. But we've been around. We've even been to Port Coquitlam. We have, yeah. We know how to to pronounce the cities in our province. We do. That's about (laughs) it. Anything beyond that, we're screwed. Um, So anyways, her parents had unfortunately, like many others before her, divorced. They divorced a few years back, and it was about when she was about 10 years old. She had decided that she was going to be moving in with her father. So things weren't that strained between the households as her parents managed to create a a good co-parenting relationship. And Amanda still was in regular contact with her mother, even though staying with her father. That's good. Um, But Amanda was living with her father and her father wanted Amanda to follow her dreams. Now, Amanda was a huge Justin Bieber fan and she wanted to be just like him. She imagined herself standing in front of, uh, on center stage with a big crowd in front of her, people cheering as she sang. She would spend a lot of her time in her bedroom practicing and singing and recording videos of herself doing so. She posted these videos on social media sites, hoping to be picked up and become an overnight sensation. 
just like Justin Bieber, who, fun fact, if you didn't know, got his start on YouTube. And he's Canadian as well. He is Canadian as well. Yeah. yeah. So she did all this by means of a webcam, a webcam that her father had bought her. Now, this webcam was a bit of contention. It was a bit of an issue between her parents. Her mom said that there was no reason that kid, a kid would need a webcam. And by this time, she was about 12 years old. Okay. But her father, as I mentioned, wanted her to follow her dreams. So he decided uh, he was going to get her one. See, I kind of agree with the mom there, but then the dad's reasoning is makes so much sense too. Like yep. he's giving her an opportunity. She wants to be the next Justin Bieber. And he probably believes that she can be that as well. Yeah, 100%. So, so ah. again, the flip side of the coin. One cannot <laughs> exist without the other, right? Exactly. These are two very opposite opinions. Neither one is right and neither one is wrong. Mm -hmm. They both just come with different results. Yeah. So, so though he did his best to monitor her online activities to ensure she was being responsible, he couldn't keep up with everything, right? Mm -hmm. Now, the internet, though, is always, isn't always the kindest place. You can have amazing talent and even still you can find negative reviews and feedback from what we call nowadays the trolls. Right. Now, Amanda's voice um, was, or sorry, her videos were no exception. Even though she did have a rather nice singing voice, though still not perfect, um, she got mixed reception. And sometimes the, the comment section would get a little too much for her and she would end up taking some of the videos down. That's brutal it is especially when you're like chasing your dream like that and people are just going to knock you to the point where you back off like who the fuck cares because honestly if you didn't like her video like you're not forced to being watched to watch it yeah no one asked for your fucking opinion yeah like you're literally not forced you can just move on to the next video that you like and that's that yeah and there's nothing wrong with constructive criticism there's nothing wrong with you know if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of other options other than being a dick. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be an asshole. Because you can say things, as you said, constructive criticism. You can say things kindly. Oh, yeah. Without being a dick. But then most times it, people are, they're just, they're just being dicks. Well, yeah. and you can say like, like, I'm not, I'm going to say something a little constructive about singing. I don't know shit about singing and I'm not basing this off Amanda Todd's skills just for the record. Okay. I'm just completely random pulling this out of the air. So you could say something after watching someone's singing videos where you can see they need to improve on something. But you could be like, oh my God, that was such an awesome job. I love your rendition of this song. I can see you're still working on the high notes there, but you're really getting on it. Good job. Keep going. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that sort of shit? Yeah. That's literally giving them advice of how they can potentially move forward and closer to their dreams. Yeah. You're giving them your opinion. You're being positive. You're helping them. Mm -hmm. That's how you, that's how you can be positive and make an impact on someone's life and not be a total fucking douche canoe, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, um, I'm sure she was getting some of that too, though, mind you, but occasionally that negativity would hit home. And remember, she was still only a child at the time of all this was going on. Yeah, that's on. that's young. That's hard. It's hard to swallow at any age, but when you're a kid, I think it's a little worse. Oh, yeah. It definitely gets you even more, especially yeah. if you do start getting these comments from people who are older. Yeah. Um, so negatively, negativity can have a huge impact on a person, um, let alone someone young like Amanda. And Amanda was pretty much left on her own when it came to the internet, even dealing with these sort of 
negative comments. Her parents didn't really understand what it was that she was doing. Um, they didn't really understand chat rooms or the comment sections, but they did do their best to support her and protect her when they could. Right. And mind you, in 2010, 2012, about when this is, um, no one really understood, like parents didn't understand mm -hmm. chat rooms. See, the nice thing now, I guess, is a, a lot of the parents nowadays, they do understand it, right? Well, a lot of parents nowadays were in those chat rooms at this exactly. time. Exactly. So, and then back then, like their parents had no, they were learning it as well. And like the kids knew it more so, right? Yeah. There was nothing so. to base their information off of. Exactly. The information they got was from their kids. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it's a, t a whole new world for everyone and everyone's trying to navigate it. Uh, so as much as their parents did try and do the right thing, they had no idea on the sort of dangers that Amanda would soon be faced with in the online chat rooms. While online, she would eventually come across a user, a young man who went by the name of Tyler Boo. He said Amanda had an amazing voice and he was a fan of hers. A fan. Okay. Exactly what Amanda was striving for, right? Yeah. People to appreciate her art and her voice and who could help listen to her music and she can grow a career. Tyler told her she was also very beautiful. He said she was special and talented. But as things started to take a turn, because Tyler requested Amanda take her top off. Oh, gosh. Now, Ugh. she was on a streaming website called Blog TV at the time. And... Reportedly, there was approximately 200 people watching her in her chat room. That's a lot. That is a significant a amount. Yes, it is. Um, so there's this many people watching her when Tyler made the request in the chat. Uh, please say she just like didn't. I see. Okay. I know a little bit about this story, but not the fine details. So what did she do? Well, Amanda wasn't, wasn't up for it. Good. Thank you. But eventually she took some convincing. And after a long stream of compliments and kind words from Tyler's uh. and others in the chat, she agreed and she flashed her chest on the webcam mounted on her computer monitor. Now remember at this time, she's probably about 12 years old. Like bare chest or like chest in a bra or what? No, bare, oh, bare chest. Yes. Okay. And in that moment, that was that. In that instance... In that instant, Amanda's life would be changed forever. And a dark downward spiral would begin. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like one little mistake, basically. Yeah. The chat slowly died out and Amanda moved on with her life, probably forgetting about the whole thing and that it ever even happened. Mm -hmm. But the young man on the other end of the chat didn't because he had a few mementos to remember the whole experience but he screenshotted it right yeah well at this time like i said amanda was only around about 12 years old mm -hmm. and tyler began messaging her about a year later a year fucking later yeah okay only this time the messages weren't so smooth he showed amanda that he had taken pictures of her from that moment when she had flashed her chest a year prior yeah and he began to threaten to send the photo to everyone she knew. What he was requesting was she had to do three 15-minute private shows for him on webcam. Oh, my gosh. If he did this, oh. if she did this, he would not send the photo out 
and he would leave her alone forever. This guy is a mofo. Oh my gosh. But if she didn't do this, he would follow through with his threat and send the photo out. See, this is just so terrible. It's so terrible because as an adult, like say, so I'm like, I'm 34, like I'm quite an adult. (laughs) If something like that was happening, like you would just be like, go fuck yourself. Like who the fuck cares kind of thing. But then this 13 year old in her mind and she's thinking about what all her friends and like her peers and then her parents are going to think. Like she honestly... At that age, I think you would think that there's there's nowhere to go. Well, even at this age, think of it this way. We all have professions. We have our job. We have our friends. We have our families. We have colleagues. A reputation. Reputation. Yeah. Imagine this individual is holding this photo above you and says, I'll send it to your boss, your coworkers, the people you go to the gym with, your family, your friends. When you go see them on Christmas, they'll all have this image in their mind Mm -hmm. what would you do but see now i think it'd be more acceptable in the sense nowadays i don't think would super care and then you could just say your story like well i had to this is what the alternative was and then they'd be like yeah let's see that photo like that's way better than you having to give this freaking nasty motherfucker uh private show yeah that's fair that's totally fair i think anyone nowadays would choose that they would just see that photo over you doing the other thing oh i agree but there's still repercussions that come with it oh yeah your boss sees that image what are they going to think of you now what sort of reputation will you get that raise what will the people in the lunchroom be saying when you're not there you know all those questions in the back of your mind they talk behind your back because there is that perception that's going to come along with it Mm mm-hmm Now, Amanda, rightfully so, was terrified and didn't know what to do, but she knew she wasn't about to provide these requests of private shows, and she refused. Okay. This Tyler was furious and immediately went into action. He wasn't bluffing. He knew her personal information, and he sent the image to everyone she knew, family, friends, and he even gained access to her friends list on Facebook, knew what school she went to, and sent that image to every single person he could at her school. What a creep, hey? Yes. This guy's a fucking monster. The picture ended up being passed back and forth between so many individuals and so quickly, it was so widespread and and distributed online that police showed up at Amanda's home at 4 a.m. Ugh to warn her father what was going on and make sure that he was aware of what his daughter was doing online. But unfortunately, that's about all the police did. Hmm. Now, I mean, if this happened today, I think the situation would have been handled totally different, especially by the adults, to be fair. I also think that most children and teens would be much more sympathetic towards Amanda's situation. Maybe not totally. There are always people, you know, taking things too far and harassing others. But I think most people would understand that Amanda was a victim, just kind of like what you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, this was 10 years ago in 2012. It was, as far as the internet is concerned, this is basically a lifetime ago. Because they're basically just weren't warning the father what she's doing but they're not trying to look for this little what is his name even his name tyler boo was the website name he was going by not even trying to find him to correct (sighs) 
So to put it in perspective, if you have a predator at a playground and your child is the target of this, you tell the child, don't go to the playground anymore. Stay away from that, right? Uh-huh. But you should probably be searching for the predator, wouldn't you think? Well, yeah, because I'm thinking this person is probably a lot older than Amanda as well. Yeah. So that's all that was done was, hey, stay off the internet, stay away. That's it. Hmm. Not enough. No. And to be fair, though, to be fair, it's not like her parents could do much other than that and other than request police action. But the police, unfortunately, were very little involved. I mean, I mean, to them, I guess, too, this is a new thing, right? Maybe there isn't really necessarily consequences at this time for stuff like that. Not so much. And I mean, police weren't really interested in chasing up a person who'd done this either. It was just kind of like, ah, uh, whatever, it's an online thing. And they didn't have the means either. They didn't have the means. Finding him. They didn't have the knowledge, just like it was a new new world for Amanda and her parents to explore. Yeah. Same with authorities. Like nowadays, they'd find the little geek right away. Oh yeah, they have they have processes and yeah. procedures and things that they follow and do and connections and people to talk to. Back then, not so much. Mm-hmm. Not that it's an excuse for authorities to sit back and twiddle their thumbs, mind you. No. But it's a lot easier today. Now, instead, what they did, like I said, just recommend she stay away from the sites and left her and her family to get on with their own way. Now, Amanda, rightfully so, was a total wreck. Mm-hmm. Everyone she knew was talking about the picture, and most of them didn't have anything nice to say about her either. They made fun of Amanda, they made fun of her body, and they thought that it was her own fault for doing this. The whole ordeal took a huge toll on this young girl's mental health and self-esteem. There wasn't really anything in place like a program or support group where she could turn. And Amanda had no idea who to turn to for help even if she had wanted to, you know? Like she just felt so alone. 100%. Oh man, this is brutal. Now, though she was alone and terrified, on the surface, she kept her chin held high and pretended like she was okay. Even still, things were not improving. So her parents decided the best thing to do was pull her out of this school and enroll her in a new one. I think that's a good idea. Definitely a good call. I got to take a sip here. Uh, My throat's getting scratchy. Hold on. You're always having that issue these past few podcasts, I feel like. I think it's like the dry winter air that's getting me. Oh, okay. That could be actually... Getting old in the winter air. It's hurting my joints and my throat. Oh, thank God. I'm an old man. It's going to be me in five years. I guarantee it. It's you now. Touche. You're not wrong. (laughs) Um, So anyways, they pulled her out of the school and they enrolled her in a new one, hoping that it would help her meet new people who hadn't seen this picture and kind of start fresh. But a new school in the same town, I'm assuming? Um, I didn't look up exactly which new school. I'm pretty sure it was a new school in the same town. Because you'd almost have to move her to another city, I feel like. Fair enough, yeah. Now, I do know a little bit of foreshadowing, I guess, by saying this, but I do know she does move to another city later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this did work, and Amanda took a break from the internet as well. She really had a possibility for a fresh start. People didn't know who she was, even though her picture was still out there. She wasn't going on places where she could read these messages about the image and people were posting about it. So 
She stayed away from that. She was at her new school. Things were looking up. But Amanda's old life would soon catch up with her. And the new life that Amanda was building for herself came crashing down around her. After about a year of things being fine, Amanda's parents let her back on the internet with the condition that she only spend a couple hours a day on it. I mean, in retrospect, that's a huge turning point in the story and it wasn't good. It takes what, like 30 seconds, a minute to read a comment mm-hmm. to find one of these negative oh, things. So she, she found negative stuff. Yeah. Um, and Amanda's on there for a couple hours a day. So that, that's a lot of time to dig into this information again, right? right? So. Oh, it's too bad that she felt like she needed to go do that. I mean, I can understand. Yeah. Uh, and not just that, but things got worse when Amanda came across a Facebook profile. And the profile picture was of her topless. Wow. Seriously? Yes. Probably by that freaking, I don't even know his name again, but that's fine. I'm fine not remembering his shitty name. She was horrified when she ran across this. Yeah. And it got even worse when whoever it was who created this account started adding all of the people in her new school to her friends list. Oh my gosh. What the actual fuck? Yep. Like this is like a year later. Yep. What is the point of this? I'm freaking angry. Yeah, you should be. This is brutal. Does this person not have anything better to do with their friggin' time? Apparently not. Oh, okay. And as a result of that, the exact same thing happened yep. again. And Amanda was facing all the horrible comments online and all the kids who'd once been her friend turning on her all over again. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, but that's unbelievable. That's yep. unbelievable. So with her past experience still fresh in her mind and seeing the writing on the wall, her and her parents decided that they weren't going to wait around for the situation to get any worse, and they moved her to a different school again. Now, Amanda had a much harder time settling in and making friends this time around, especially because she had the past two experiences fresh in the back of her mind, and she was on edge that something was going to happen at any moment. Mm -hmm. But online, someone she already knew reached out to her, hoping to get in touch and show his support. He was actually a student from Amanda's old school, and he told her that he was so sorry for everything that was happening to her and that he thought she was one of the most beautiful girls he had ever seen. Please tell me that this is legit. Well, and that's the thing. She was questioning this right off the get-go. Was this another trick, or was this kid exactly who he said he was? Well, he was, luckily enough, exactly who he said he was. Okay. He was someone that she previously knew. But that didn't really make things that he said any less confusing because Amanda knew that he had a girlfriend and they were still going out and he was being quite flirtatious with Amanda. Okay. Now, when Amanda confronted him about that, he said that it was all true and that he had a girlfriend, um, but they were going on a breakup and he kind of was hoping that he can get together with Amanda. So the whole thing about him already having a girlfriend, I mean, that's quite a big big red flag right then and there. Mm -hmm. But Amanda is a younger teenager at this point. She wasn't really exactly used to having nice things said about her either, especially having any sort of attention positive at all. Well, I mean, because this is exactly what she needs in someone who's kind of sticking up for her and And helping her. And and nice. Yeah. Yeah. But not if he sucks as well. Yeah. So that's the thing. He's got some red flags, but he's being super nice, right? Yeah. So... There was one day when this boy's girlfriend was on holiday 
she agreed to go over to his house. And the two young teenagers did what young teenagers would do when they have a house together for themselves. Oh my gosh, I feel like this is not going to end well. Well, things quickly derailed when the girlfriend came back from holiday and found out that her boyfriend had cheated on her with Amanda. Okay. Now, instead of getting angry with her boyfriend, the girlfriend and about 15 other students from Amanda's old school ganged up on Amanda to beat her up. Wow. And literally, he was the one that was a lying piece of shit. Yep. Because she thought they were on a break. Yep. Oh, that is okay. Just teenagers. Just this is too much sometimes. Like I don't miss that stage at all. Yeah. So we're going to go into a little bit more detail on that a little bit later in Amanda's own words. Um, For now, I'm just going to end it on that. Um, But after being beat up by these girls, Amanda ended up in a ditch and having to wait until her father would come and pick her up. And then Amanda, more than understandably, hit rock bottom. She had so much emotion, so much going on, she didn't know what to do. She thought she didn't belong in this world. And when she got home, Amanda did the unthinkable. She grabbed a bottle of bleach and tried to take her own life and started drinking. Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't even know what to say. Like to just feel like you have to do that is so sad. To feel like you're pushed to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Now, thankfully, she was rushed to the hospital where her stomach was pumped and she was saved. But the mental scars were still so very much there. Not knowing what else to do, her parents moved her to a new city in 2012. Okay. Hoping that this would finally be the fresh start that Amanda needed. But another old face popped up again in her social circles. Only he wasn't the easy to spot from afar kind of face this time around. In a new school and at the new beginning of her life, Amanda made a new friend online who claimed that he would be moving to Amanda's school in the new term. The two chatted online for a while, but this new student was using his time online to do something else entirely and had nothing to do with getting to know some of the new students in the school that he'd be attending. It was a fake profile belonging to the same individual who had spread the pictures of Amanda before that Tyler Boo. Are you serious? This guy won't let her just move on and live her life. What is his freaking deal? He, I don't know. Do we get to find out who the fuck this person is? You're going to have to keep listening. Holy shit. Okay. You good? Yeah, but I'm just not enjoying this actually. It's making me quite mad. This is a very aggravating and angry case. Yes. Because it's just not, it's unnecessary. It's so unnecessary. Yes. And that is the problem with this case. Everything about it is so unnecessary and Amanda suffered incredible amounts because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, where was I? And sorry, I'm just going to say one more thing while you figure out your spot. Her poor parents. I feel like they're probably grasping at straws trying to do everything they can to give her like the childhood that she ha- should have and deserves. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they just can't. Like, they're not winning. It's... Yeah. So this was obviously that Tyler Boo guy. Um, And he wasn't, like I said, trying to meet new people in the school he was going to be attending. What he was actually doing was worming his way into Amanda's social circles on, on social media. 
When he had enough contact information for all her new friends, fellow students, teachers, he did a, an all too familiar picture spreading thing all over again. Hmm. Amanda found herself right back where she started. And now she and her family knew there was no getting away from her internet stalker and the pictures he had taken of her. Amanda resorted to self-harm to try and ease the pain. And she ended up in frequent treatment programs in mental health hospitals and on steady stream of antidepressants. With nowhere to turn in the real world, Amanda decided she was going to speak about her pain in the only way she knew. On September 7th, 2012, she uploaded a video to YouTube titled, My Story, Struggling, Bullying, Suicide, Self-Harm. The black and white video shows Amanda bravely sitting in front of the camera, showing title cards that read out her story as she sits silently, revealing one after the other. I've written them out here, so I'm going to go over them exactly how she wrote it. This is exactly how she tells her story. Okay. So her cards read this. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. I've decided to tell you about my never-ending story. In seventh grade, I would go with friends on webcam, meet and talk to new people. Then got called stunning, beautiful, perfect, etc. Then, want me to flash. So I did. One year later, I got a message on Facebook from him. Don't know how he knew me. It said, if you don't put on a show for me, I will send your boobs. He knew my address, school, relatives, friends, family names. Christmas break, knock at my door at 4 a.m. It was the police. My photo was sent to everyone. I then got really sick and got anxiety, major depression, and panic disorder. Then I moved and got into drugs and alcohol. My anxiety got worse. I couldn't go out. A year passed and the guy came back with my new list of friends in school, but made a Facebook page. My boobs were his profile pic. I cried every night, lost all my friends, and respect people had for me, again. Then nobody liked me, name-calling, judged. I can never get that photo back. It's out there forever. I started cutting. I promised myself never again. Didn't have any friends and sat at lunch alone. So I moved schools again. Everything was better than ever. I sat still alone at lunch in the library every day. After a month, I started talking to an old guy friend. We back and forth texted and he started to say he liked me, led me on. He had a girlfriend. Then he said, come over. My girlfriend is on vacation. So I did. Huge mistake. He hooked up with me. I thought he liked me. One week later, 
I got a text, get out of your school. His girlfriend and 15 others came, including himself. The girl, the girl and two others just said, look around. Nobody likes you in front of my new school of 50 people. A guy then yelled, just punch her already. So she did. She threw me to the ground and punched me several times. Kids filmed it. I was all alone and left on the ground. I felt like a joke in this world. I thought nobody deserves this. I was alone. I lied and said it was my fault and my idea. I didn't want him to get hurt. I thought he really liked me. He just wanted sex. Someone yelled, punch her already. Teachers ran over, but I just went and laid in a ditch. My dad found me. I wanted to die so bad. When he brought me back home, I drank bleach. It killed me inside, and I thought I was actually going to die. Ambulance came and brought me to the hospital and flushed me. Afterwards, I got home. All I saw on Facebook was, she deserved it. Did you wash the mud out of your hair? I hope she's dead. Nobody cared. I moved away to another city, to my mom's, another school. I didn't want to press charges because I wanted to move on. Six months has gone by. People are posting pictures of bleach, Clorex, and ditches tagging me. I was doing a lot better, too. They said she should try a different bleach. I hope she dies this time and isn't so stupid. They said, I hope she sees this and kills herself. Why do I get this? I messed up, but why follow me? I left your guys' city. I'm constantly crying now. Every day I think, why am I still here? My anxiety is horrible now. Never went out this summer. All from my past. Life's never getting better. Can't go to school, meet, or be with new people. Constantly cutting. I'm really depressed. I'm on antidepressants now and counseling, and a month ago this summer I overdosed in hospital for two days. I'm stuck. What's left of me now? Nothing stops. I have nobody. I need someone. My name is Amanda Todd. That's her video, and there is a link down below if you want to go watch it on YouTube. Um, there's also a section, uh, I couldn't find the comment, but in a documentary I watched, they recovered it. And, uh, Amanda would actually re reply to some of the caring comments that were replied to, to the video. Oh, really? A lot of the stuff was quite kind that was pouring in. Her video went viral. Oh my gosh. In one of the comments she replied, uh, said this, it's finally nice to see people care. My family and my mom are the ones trying to stay strong. I booked November 28th to get my stay strong tattoo on my wrist so I can look at it and stop myself. People now call me crazy, but I'm just going to keep my head up. Love and cheers, Amanda. Hmm. See, that's incredible. Like, it is. Like it shows some, she has some strength. 100%. And for that alone, she is our badass of the day. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I've already said it, but it's just so unnecessary how long this went on for and and what's the point? Like, it just, it, like, costs nothing to be kind. 
And it's like those people were going out of their way to just be complete assholes for no reason and yeah. things that they should have even forgotten about or shouldn't have even mattered to them. Yeah, 100%. Oh. And now I don't want to sit here and point fingers at these kids because that's what they are. They're, a lot of these individuals online who are bullying her are kids. They don't understand the consequences of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't not an excuse, but it I'm, goes goes to show that their parents, their parents, not just of Amanda Todd, but their parents as well, didn't understand the internet at the time. Mm-hmm. Didn't know how to deal with this. Didn't know how to monitor it. Didn't know anything about it. And these actions of bullying and cyberbullying are super heavy because Amanda, however, would never make her tattoo appointment. On October 10th of 2012, Amanda was found in her home hanging and her death was quickly ruled a suicide. Oh my gosh. And how long after, like, did this happen after she put her video up? Do you, do you have when she had put her video up? Yeah, that was September 7th. Really? And hey? she was found October 10th. Oh, and so like people were responding and being kind and stuff, but she just had, I guess these demons just that were never going to go away, hey? Yeah, way too many demons, especially for someone so young to be dealing with. Oh my gosh. I mean, this could just make me literally like sob, sob. Yeah, I think my, sorry, my phone's listening to us again. Likes to do that when we're recording. I think <sighs> the FBI is listening. It's creepy. Yeah. Um, anyways, Amanda's story brought the concept of cyberbullying into homes of the average person, Mm -hmm. making it a very hot topic and pointing out the flaws in legislation and law enforcement policies that had failed to keep up with the way the internet had been developing. But what it didn't do was get anyone in any official capacity looking for the person who'd followed Amanda online for years and make sure that she could never move on with her life. Canadian law enforcement did nothing, but the same couldn't be said for the internet. The very thing that was the tool for her bullying would be the thing that would kind of turn around and help support her in the end. The hacker group, Anonymous, got to work, trying to link IP addresses to a physical address in the real world and prove the identity of the man behind all the fake social media profiles and done all of this harassment to Amanda. Okay, thank you. So these are just some like, what would you call them? Like vigilante people? Is that what the term would be? Yeah. You've never heard of anonymous? Okay. Okay. I, sorry, I didn't even clue in there. So this is who went after this person. Correct. No authorities or anyone, just these people. To start with. Okay. Okay. Now, the group Anonymous came up short of identifying the individual a couple times, even unfortunately doxing the wrong people before their story got enough traction. Um, Facebook actually decided to launch their own investigation. Oh, wow. A Facebook security team traced back the fake profile IP addresses because there were multiple being used, right? Right. Yeah. Um, they all trace back to a single IP address in the Netherlands. Shit. Who is this? Do we know who this person is? I'm shocked. You'll have to keep listening. Oh, for frick's sake. I'm surprised you haven't heard anything about more on this case. I thought you would have known a lot more. I know. I probably should, especially considering it's so close to home, but I really don't for some reason. 
Well, they managed to track it to the Netherlands and they reported their findings to both the Canadian and Dutch authorities, which is kind of when authorities start stepping in. And one of them took it quite seriously. The Dutch government followed the tip and went to the home of the Dutch Turkish citizen named Aiden Coben. Once there, they had a look into Aiden's online activity. They knew they had stumbled across something incredibly serious. Because he, he was probably doing this to other people, I'm assuming. They found evidence that Aiden was the one responsible for what had happened to Amanda Todd. And amongst the lists of the aliases, they found Tyler Boo amongst them. What a piece of shit. Not only that, but there was proof that he had done the exact same thing he'd done to Amanda to 39 other people. 39? 39. And this is only the proof. Is this person like, okay, I need to know more information about him. I have a lot of questions, but I'll just wait. Some of them were young girls. And other than others were actually grown men as well. Really? Now he had this whole thing down to an art. Aiden will get his victims into a compromising situation, then blackmail them into doing whatever he wanted them to do. Sometimes this meant just sending pictures or a cam show. Other times it was sending money to ensure that he wouldn't be releasing these compromising Man, pictures this guy and ruining reputations. Disgusting. Yeah, he is. Like, I'm just envisioning this, like, person that's just, like, in his fucking parents' basement doing weird-ass shit. Is that right? Or is he, like, living in his own house and shit? I did as little research on this scumbag as I had to, so I didn't look into it. Let's put it that way. Okay, well, I'm just going to keep envisioning what I'm envisioning because, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, Aiden was arrested and charged with over 72 charges of sexual assault and fraud. Thank goodness. All of which he pleaded not guilty to when in court. Idiot. But by then the world was watching and Aiden had left a literal trail of digital evidence behind him. Yep. He was found guilty and sentenced to 10 years and eight months for all his charges. Not enough. But none of his charges had anything to do with Amanda Todd. And there was a very good reason for that. Okay. Rumors started spreading (laughs) in 2019. (laughs) (laughs) Rumors started spreading in 2019 that the Canadian government was up to something and it had everything to do with Aiden Coban. There was talk about him being extradited so he could face charges related to Amanda Todd on Canadian soil. Wow. Okay. And those rumors proved to be true. Nice. And Aiden was taken to Canadian court on June of 2022. Seriously? Okay, why the shit have I not heard more about this? Like, I don't know. Where the, fu- where the fuck have I been? I don't know. You should have. This is almost embarrassing. <clears throat> yeah, a little bit. Okay, okay. Because this is like literally, like I'm like, what year is it? It's 2022. Like, what the fuck? I don't <laughs> even, like, what? What? Okay, sorry, go. This happened six months ago. Yeah, I'm actually flabbergasted right now. Well, somehow, even with his past convictions, Aiden was full of confidence and claimed that he wasn't guilty of these charges against Amanda Todd. Oh my gosh, I'm so disgusted by this human being. Like he is, I can only imagine what shit's being said about him online and stuff too. Oh yeah. Like he's getting it tenfold. Oh yeah, I guarantee it. 
And he's and he like, deserves it. He's the lowest of low. He is yeah. fucking scum, this guy. Yeah. So these charges were possession of child pornography, mm-hmm. extortion, criminal harassment, and communication with a young person to commit a sexual offense. Those are some big, big ones. Aiden was found guilty on all charges. Good. I also feel like something in there about like, like me- se- secondary murder or some sort of other murder should be in there, to be honest. But okay. I mean, potentially there could be something like that in there, but I would imagine that uh, trying for um, certain charges rather than the extreme ones might ensure his conviction, you know? Right, I guess. Yeah. Because now you're trying to prove murder rather than like the child pornography extortion and the harassment and, you know? Right. The things that they know they can like definitely get. Yeah. So the jury recommended a sentence of 12 years for his crimes. And the judge gave him more, added an extra year to his sentence to a total of 13, saying they added the extra year because Aiden had shown no remorse for his actions and had ultimately ended a young girl's life. Mm -hmm. I think it should be way more than that because this friggin little uh, is going to get out of jail and just do it again. Yeah, but I mean, total, he's going to be serving 23 years. Okay, so it's on top of the other one. As far as I'm aware. I I should clarify, I didn't actually look into that. I'm assuming it's on top. And you don't know how old he is, eh? No, I didn't look up his age. I didn't, like I said, I looked up as little information of him as possible. Hoping that he's like an 80-year-old man that was living in his parents' basement. No, he looks like he's like in his 40s right now. Okay, like I just want him to be like in there for the rest of his life is all I'm after here. No, he'll probably eventually get out. Unless something happens to him inside. Who knows? Mm -hmm. We can cross our fingers on that maybe. Wow. So that is the case of Amanda Todd, the girl who went through absolute hell for pretty much three years. No reason whatsoever. All because she made... A split one second mistake. Tiny mistake, really. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, it was a really shitty mistake. Like, it sucked that she- It's but, not even a really it, shitty mistake. It's a mistake that so many people it, make. Yeah, it w- is very, like, innocent of her to make this. You would never have thought the consequences would be to this extent. No. And I'm sorry, but all the people involved in this, too, like the other kids and stuff- like, I hope that they realize what the fuck they did. Oh, I I really hope that every single one of those kids thinks about Amanda Todd every day of their, the rest of their life mm-hmm. and realize that they had a very big part of her passing. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, this was 2012, but I mean, it's, it's I still just not realize it's 2022 now. And like, this shit's still happening. Yeah, it is. People are so cruel. They give people no chances whatsoever. And they're just like, like they just need to mind their own business half the time. And like in all honesty, this happens to so many people, not just kids, not just adults, not just like targeted, but it happens consistently. Mm -hmm. Not that we've had it near what Amanda's um, had it to, don't get me wrong here, but we've had an individual sending very ignorant remarks to us about our podcast just mm-hmm. kind of harassing us oh, not yeah. consistently but it has happened and it's why and it, it's just they're hiding behind the keyboard it's almost like 
because it's not face to face or there's so many ways nowadays that you can have interaction with people that isn't face to face. Yeah. That it's like it's justified in to them. Yeah. There's no It doesn't matter. But it's like these there's people who are real and they're still gonna be reading that. Yeah. But they don't think they it gives them a high of power because they can just do that and ignore it. Yeah. And just be like, haha, I told this person they suck or whatever the <laughs> Which, comments would be. And then it's like, that has a significant impact on someone's day, but mm -hmm. it, why? So you can feel a little bit of a hit of dopamine for five seconds. Yeah. Like that's low. Yeah. That is absolutely low. And to show that what sort of impact it can have, Amanda's not here anymore because yeah. of people like that. Like she was 16, right? She had this whole life. She had a, like, I mean, I got to listen to it, but a, a like you said, a beautiful voice. Yeah. I think she was 15, actually, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Like still, that is just too young. Oh, and just yeah. to think that she had to go through all of that and just like uh, this few years she had on this planet, like brutal. Yeah. So um, I did want to say that we're not going to be putting any uh, research links in the description of this episode where the research section is. All I'm going to put in this time is Amanda's video on YouTube where you can go and watch what she had to say. Um, and I'm also going to put in a, a helpline for anyone who might be having any suicidal thoughts. So go check that out. If you need someone to talk to, please give them a call. So, yeah. And yeah, like I said, officially naming Amanda Todd, the badass of the day. Absolutely. Yeah. So with that, thank you for listening. We appreciate you being here. Go check out those, those links for Amanda there and get yourself some help if you need. And until next time, Stay wicked. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.